I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. sweet friends and welcome back to a brand new episode of the unbreakable you podcast i am so grateful to have you here with me again this week if you tune in every week that just means the world to me and if you're new around here well welcome (laughs) this week we have an extra special episode in store for you because I got to sit down with one of my very own clients who I just worked with this year for three months inside Back Home to You, and her and I sat down to record this episode together so she could have the opportunity to share about her experience inside Back Home to You. So, This week, you get to meet Nicole, who is one of my Back Home to You graduates, and I am just so excited for you to hear all about her story and her transformations and takeaways inside Back Home to You. So if you are just hearing about Back Home to You for the very first time, let me tell you a little bit about Back Home to You. So Back Home To You is my signature private coaching program. I released it into the world. I gave birth to this baby program last summer, and it has just been an absolute magical experience. And I know that kind of sounds completely out there, um, but really. It really has been such a magical, incredible experience working with women all around the world inside Back Home to You for these incredible three months together. So it is a 12-week coaching program, a private coaching program. So we meet up together one-on-one, once a week for 12 weeks total. And I guide you through my self-love and self-healing framework, which includes self-awareness work and also work in self-compassion, self-forgiveness, self-acceptance, and self-care. And I have really set this program up in a way that allows you and I to dive deep into anything that you feel is really holding you back right now from being your true self and fully healing mentally and emotionally. I work with a lot of women inside Back Home to You that have had eating disorders in the past, for an example, and just feel like things have just kind of lingered within them. And it's almost like those deeply stored wounds inside of them that they're still carrying with them to this day. And I was in those shoes before as well, which of course is why I created this program. I had recovered from eating disorders, but there was a lot of old beliefs that I was still holding on to, even in my subconscious, and I didn't know they were there. And so I really love working with women inside Back Home to You and helping you reprogram your belief system so you can step into the version of yourself that you were always meant to be. And that's actually exactly what Nicole brings up in our call today. Back Home to You is not the type of program that we are focusing on being you know, Meg 2.0 or Nicole 2.0 or whatever your name is 2.0, we often hear about getting to that higher version of ourselves, that next version of ourselves. And I want to be clear that that is not our focus inside Back Home to You. 
our focus inside back home to you is diving deep within ourselves so we can heal those parts of ourselves that we have been carrying with us that are no longer serving us and we are ready to let them go and also accepting those parts of ourselves that we have never allowed ourselves to step into that love to actually accept those parts of ourselves so to really sum it up into a sentence or two back home to you teaches you how to heal with your own loving. And that is what I want for all of you listening right now. So if this program speaks to you, I am currently accepting clients into this private coaching program. So you can just always email me at hello at megdahl.com. I also have the link in the show notes all about Back Home to You. You can read more about it, get a better feel for Back Home to You, and I probably should record a podcast episode one of these days, diving deep into exactly what you can expect from back home to you. But that's why I record these podcast episodes with my past clients so they can tell you firsthand what it's like being a client inside back home to you, doing the work and moving through the modules. So I'm really excited for you to hear from Nicole this week. She shares so much and I just appreciate her coming on the show. She is absolutely incredible. And then just one last thing before we officially hop over to my conversation with Nicole is that my brand new course for hypothalamic amenorrhea recovery is officially available for pre-order. So I have that also linked in the show notes for you. I know in this episode, we are specifically talking about Back Home to You, which is my private coaching program. It isn't hypothalamic amenorrhea recovery specific. So I created this course called Flowing and Free specifically for women recovering from hypothalamic amenorrhea. And I'm really excited to get it out into the world. So you can actually pre-order it right now up until the end of August and save yourself $120 Canadian by pre-ordering this course. Really excited to get started with all of the ladies inside Flowing and Free and support them in getting their periods back. So if this course piques your interest, stay tuned because next week we're going to be talking all about flowing and free. Hello, Nicole. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on with me. I'm so excited too. (laughs) Yay! I know before we hit record, we were saying that this just feels exactly like when we had our sessions every week and like sitting down with each other and gosh, girl, do I miss them. I know I'm still like oh I have to tell Meg and then I just like Instagram you (laughs) yeah yeah and that's what I love you know whenever we wrap up our time together inside back home to you I love that you girls know that you can always reach out to me and I'm always there for you and yeah we we stay in close touch so I'm just really excited for you to be on the show with me this week and just share a little bit more about your experiences through back home to you and what you got out of the program. It's actually been kind of a while, I suppose, since I actually had one of our Back Home to You grads on the show. So I'm really excited to have you on this week. But like before we maybe get into the actual stuff that we did together throughout those 12 weeks, why don't you share with everyone like maybe where you were at before the program? Sure. It feels like so long ago. <laughs> it really does, um, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Um, so I'd done um, energy healing with a coach for like three and a half years. And she and I had like basically just wrapped up our time together. And so I was like sad that it was over, but I was excited because I was like, oh, I can kind of look for something new, something a little different. 
Um, and I wasn't, I didn't really want to jump back into like a one-on-one every week, like for three more years kind of commitment. I was looking for something like a little shorter. And then you, your program had been um, like small group for a while. So I was like watching it on the stories and I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. But I get really nervous in like small groups. So I was like, I know that I would feel more comfortable like one to one. So I was just randomly watching your story one day and you were like, exciting news. I'm making this one to one. And I was like, oh, me. <laughs> and I think I like messaged you and was like, yep. Okay. <laughs> like I was just gonna say, I think you DM'd me like from that story. Yeah. And was like, I'm in. This is for me. Like I've, I've been, been waiting, waiting for this. It's one to one. Let's go. <laughs> it's almost like so, you yeah. manifested that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like I, aligned I, at the same time. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I actually got a lot of questions as to why I went from small group coaching to one on one coaching. And the best way I can describe it. And you and I actually both have splenic authority. If you want to get into human design here, (laughs) which you and I are both really into human design. And that's something that you and I talked a lot about throughout our coaching sessions and things like that. We just kind of wove it into our sessions. (laughs) Right. But, um, you and I both make aligned decisions from our spleen. And it's just kind of like we get these intuitive hits, I call them. And it's just, you can't explain them. It's just, (laughs) you get this idea and it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And nothing happened, you know, like there was no obvious reason why I chose to switch from small group coaching to one-on-one coaching but literally one day I woke up (laughs) and I'm like I'm just gonna do this and I love that that one like intuitive decision on my end (laughs) brought you and I together yeah (laughs) amazing so what about back home to you like really spoke to you Nicole so I'm obsessed with the name I think that that was like a big thing for me. <laughs> um, I just feel like it perfectly like explains like what it is. I think it's hard to with a name that like perfectly explains what you're gonna do. Um, but back home to you, it's like I was like, yeah, that's exactly how I want to feel. That's exactly what I want help with. So it was like that was probably the biggest thing. And then I, I like know you and like. Um, you're awesome. And so I was like, I would totally spend an hour like hanging out with Meg's energy. So (laughs) I didn't even like really care like what the content was. I think I looked it up on your website, but I was like, it'll be great. I'm not like worried about what it is. (laughs) Yeah. So I I just was like, let's go. (laughs) I actually remember that in an email that you sent to me after the DM and you're like, even if I can just spend an hour with you every week. And I was like, oh my gosh, Nicole, you're just the sweetest person ever. So I loved our hours together every single Friday and I miss you so much, even though it like hasn't been that long, it does feel like a really long time, but like if you could share, if you'd like to share with everyone, maybe what you were looking to get out of the program, or if there were some main things that you wanted me to support you with when we first got started together, were there anything Um, I think I, I'm always working to like be more in my body, um, like be less, I used to dissociate a lot and I kind of worked really hard to get back in my body, but I still kind of like future trip a lot and get really anxious about the future or like obsess about the past. So I think that was a big thing. Like, I just want to feel good, like right now, even if like nothing changed, like, I just want to really love like all these parts of me, you know? Um, so I feel like that was probably the biggest yeah. way that I to feel. Awesome. And something else that I'm just thinking of now is something you shared with me at the beginning of our time together, just finding your own way of doing things. Like that kind of really yes. stands out for me. Yeah. Yes. Very good. I was yeah. like, I don't really remember, but yes, <laughs> now that you say that. <laughs> Yeah. So do you want to, because that definitely was like a big thing for you moving through the program was Mm -hmm. kind of like not only 
finding your own way to do things, but also just be confident in doing it the way you needed to do things. So (laughs) could you like share maybe like why that was a struggle for you or how that showed up in your life to be kind of like this struggle that you wanted to work on? Yeah, so I'm a projector in human design. Um, So I found that out maybe like a year before I worked with you or something. So projectors are supposed to like wait to be invited to use their gifts and are supposed to like rest a lot. And I was really like excited when I found out, but also upset because I kind of came from this background of like doing a lot and feeling like I'm successful if I'm productive. Um, And so I was pretty like burned out. And so I was trying really hard to like live this kind of predictor life where I like took naps and rested and did more like, I guess kind of like behind the scenes stuff. So like I know I'm working on myself, but maybe other people wouldn't necessarily know that. Um, It's not like as tangible as saying like, I made this much money or like I got this degree or something like that. So it's kind of like I was recovering from like a lifetime of being like this overachiever, like perfectionist, (laughs) like exhausted person. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so I was trying to like really like fall in love with like what I needed and try and stop fighting this like productivity kind of spiral, I guess, that I was in. Um, Yeah, so that was, like, a big thing, like, doing it my way um, and, like, being confident that, like, it's going to work out and that. And and we did this cool thing where you had me – I messaged you, like, every day or when I wanted to, and I would share, like, a success or, like, why I was successful. And it was good because I realized, like, there's so many things that I do that aren't productivity-related. Right. (laughs) Um. So then I was like redefining like what success can look like. Like it's not always like money or like I did this thing or like look at this picture on the internet. So that was really helpful too. Yay, that makes me so happy. And also just (laughs) going back to human design, you know, if anyone's wondering why we specifically were working on like that success piece is that's your signature, right? Like you're a projector, When you are living in alignment, you are going to just naturally feel successful, right? And I think like one of the best things that we can do for ourselves if you want to start kind of like dappling into human design, which again, it's not like human design is a huge focus inside back home to you, (laughs) but that's just what was like kind of coming up for you and I specifically and because you're into human design, right? Like you were interested (laughs) in learning more. And so integrating like little moments of success into your day was really important for you, but not only just like through that human design lens, but also because it was time for you to start redefining what that looked like for you. And it doesn't have to be like what society tells us is productive. Yeah. (laughs) Right on. So that kind of like trickled into your business because you own your own business. So (laughs) how are you like feeling when you show up in your business now, like after back home to you, how do you feel like maybe those little practices that we did together or that work that we did in just being confident in the way that you do things, you know, and finding your own rhythm of doing things like how has that impacted your business now? Uh, that's such a good question. Um, it's funny because the other day I was thinking um, I'm going away at the end of the week. So I was thinking, oh, when I get back, I want to um, do a couple more things in my business. But I was thinking about it in terms of like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna have to like, really like ramp it up. And like, you know, I'm gonna have to start like spending more time in my business. And it felt very like, like drudgery, kind of like, oh, I'm gonna have to do more. (laughs) And then I was kind of like, wait, it's supposed to feel fun, first of all, but second of all, like, I don't have to do anything. Like the way I'm choosing to do it right now is perfectly fine. Um, 
it's like, if I want to do more, I have options and I could do any one of those, but I don't, I don't have to be in this like rigid, like, okay, now I'm going to add this and I'm going to do it consistently. And I'm going to add this. And like, so yeah, I like already caught myself being like, oh wait, I'm just going to like, let it keep flowing and just like, wait for those. Cause we're both squeenic, like wait for that squeenic, like I have to share this <laughs> and then I share it or like, oh, I have to, I'm so excited. I have to, can't wait to do this thing. Then I do it. Um, and remembering that, like, that's just like my way. And it's, it's just not as common, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't work. It's just like, I have to remind myself, like, it's okay to do it this way. <laughs> yes. I mean, so. we live in this world where we're really conditioned to show up in our businesses in a certain way, you know, like for an example, even the way that I launched back home to you last summer and like went about (laughs) everything (laughs) that I do with back home to you. Like it's not the way that like, if you were to hire a business coach or buy like a business coaching program that like teaches you how to build out a program and launch it and all the things like I didn't do any of that. And so (laughs) of course I'm going to like show my clients how to show up for themselves in a way that actually feels good because there's no cookie cutter way for us to do things. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really proud of you. And I know like something else when we first got started. So back home to you is a 12 week coaching program and we cover a lot of different things inside the course, (laughs) like self-awareness, self-compassion, self-forgiveness and self-acceptance. But then like at the end, we basically spend like four weeks diving deep into self-care and I remember at the very start of our time together you were always so excited to get to those (laughs) like self-care modules so do you want to like share what about the self-care aspect of things like really interested you or like what made you excited about it um yeah so I um I tend to get like overwhelmed thinking about self-care because it just feels like adding more things onto my list. Like I feel like, Oh, I'm supposed to drink all this water and move my body and eat right and sleep. And like all these things, like every single day. And it feels very overwhelming to think about it like that. Um, so I feel like I kind of, um, I don't know, I guess gave myself permission to just kind of like let go of all of those, like, I need to's and I should's. Um, and it's, and I just kind of like, I don't really keep track of anything anymore, which is nice. I used to be somebody who felt like I had to have all these lists and checklists and stuff like that. So I kind of like got rid of all of those. And um, yeah, it's like, then I like naturally want to like do more self-care stuff because it's like, I don't feel like I have to. So then I want to, <laughs> um, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think that that was really nice to just, cause we didn't, we didn't necessarily talk about like specific things like, oh, I'm supposed to get a manicure every week or like, I'm supposed to, you know, like take a bubble bath or like anything like that. It was more like whole picture kind of stuff. Um, and so it's been nice, like, um, it's summer, you know, where I live, it's very hot. And so I've been swimming in the pool and I really love it, but it doesn't, feel like anything I'm just every day I'm like oh I'm so excited to go swimming so I go swimming and then today I was thinking oh I need to start you know probably should move my body more consistently and then I was like wait I'm swimming that is movement (laughs) but like I didn't think about it because it's just something I love um and so I've been having more of those moments where I do something and it just feels really nice and then I'm like oh wait that was self-care but it didn't feel like this thing that I was trying to do or forcing myself to do so (laughs) wow Nicole that's really big like (laughs) I mean that's of course where we want to get to is and this was what was coming up for me when you were sharing this it's like so often we make or we're we think like that self-care if we're not doing self-care it starts to kind of like present itself as like a to-do list right and (laughs) that's not what self-care is it's not this thing to like check off and I remember years ago when 
self-care Sunday hashtag became a thing. (laughs) I was just so rattled by that. Like it just like rubbed me in the wrongest way possible because (laughs) the more I saw self-care Sunday, it was just like, yeah, that's great that people are prioritizing self-care and seeing it as something that you know, should be prioritized as I've been talking about for years. (laughs) But when we think of it as something like self-care Sunday, for an example, again, it's kind of like one of those things that, okay, we need to check this off, right? And specifically (laughs) on a Sunday, for an example. (laughs) But it's so cool that, you know, you're having these moments now where, you are naturally taking care of yourself in a really like feel good way. And it's truly just showing up so naturally for you in your life. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And kind of something else that you touched on um, that we do in the program, we don't have a list of the things that you need to do in order to take care of yourself. You really spend that week getting clear on like that holistic view and what that's going to look like for you. And I know even during that week, you had some like breakthroughs around food things as well, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, awesome. And that's something else that we kind of like we're talking about at the beginning of the program. How do you feel like your relationship with food changed throughout the program, if at all? And I'm just asking this because... So many of the women that come to me for support, um, like for coaching, have issues with food or have had issues with food in the past. And I always, you know, I'm clear that back home to you isn't like we don't talk about food, right? Like there's no like (laughs) module um, or anywhere in the curriculum, like there's no audio lessons about food. But I really do often see that my clients, even if they had somewhat of like a funky relationship with food at the very beginning of the program, they definitely have noticed improvements or like big shifts in their relationship with food by the end of the 12 weeks. So did anything or have you noticed anything with your relationship with food throughout those 12 weeks? Um, yeah, so I eat consistently now, which is something I struggled with. Um, and it's pretty like mindless, like I don't have to think about it. I just kind of do it, um, which is awesome. And I, um, I basically go through phases where it's like, so sometimes food is overwhelming. So right now, like I have like waffles and bacon for breakfast and I just have that every day for breakfast and I'm just going to have it until I want to change it. Um, And I kind of have like a similar lunch too. And it just helps me to like, I don't really have to think about it. I don't have to spend my energy every day being like, okay, now what food do I want to eat? It's like, I kind of just know, like I wake up and then I go get my waffles and I, and I've done it before. So I know how to make it. And it's very easy. So I've learned that like, that's something that's important for me is just letting myself eat the same food over and over and over again. (laughs) Um, And not worrying like, um, yeah, that like I should be eating something different or I should be trying new foods or anything like that. I'm just like, I'm, I'm eating what I want to eat and it's awesome because I'm eating. So like, that's such a win. Uh, and then like, I, like I take a multivitamin now so that like, like in case I'm missing out on something, I don't have to worry about trying to like get everything in every day. And, um, and I know that like everything balances out over time. So it's like, I'll be like, I really like like zucchini for example so I eat a lot of zucchini but then like naturally I'll switch to like a different vegetable so I know that like over time like if you look at the whole picture of my life I eat a lot of variety um but I tend to eat the same foods for like one to three months and then I switch it and then I so but I used to feel a lot of um like I shouldn't do that I I this is wrong kind of a thing so now I, it's so nice to not have that like pressure voice in my head. It's just like, I'm just like, oh, this is so good. And I'm eating and like, it's awesome. And, and I think too, I used to think maybe that like, 
I think that like the food you eat matters, of course, but I used to, I think, get so like worked up that then I wouldn't eat anything because I'd be so overwhelmed. Like I don't even know what I'm supposed to eat. So I'm just not going to eat. And that caused a lot more issues than like me eating something and then not worrying about it. Like, you know, like, cause some people will say, right, like bacon isn't healthy. And some people will say it's fine. And some people will say this isn't healthy and some people will say it's fine. So I've just like stopped listening to all of that. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is what my body wants to eat. So we're going to eat it. And then when I want something else, we'll eat that. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I'm kind of picking up on three main things there. First of all, <laughs> it seems like you are a lot more chill around food. Like it's yeah. like you said, I like <laughs> how you said mindless, right? And we hear so much about mindful eating and I know that like when you say mindless it's not like you're eating and you're like driving your car at the same time you know like that's not what we mean by mindless but it's more like you're not so fixated on food or like hyper focused (laughs) on food like food is just food so I totally understand that because I've definitely noticed that within myself over the years too is like it's it's just food like you know yeah. I can <laughs> I can eat this I can eat that and I'm not going to overthink things so that's amazing that you're feeling that way around food as well and then also self-judgment seemed to be like yeah. a big thing like there is like a lot of judgmental thoughts around food before yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And now you're not feeling that judgment. Like you can eat. Heck, I'm in the same boat as you. <laughs> I am creature of habit. Like it's just it's just the way I've always been. My parents have always said, like, I don't understand how you can just eat the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like I can. I just love this so much. And I'm just going <laughs> to keep eating it because I love it so much. And um, so I totally get that. But I love that, you know, you're not judging yourself for that anymore. And you're really like honoring or just accepting that like, hey, this is the way I am. And this is like yeah. what I like. Right. And this is what I'm going to go with. And then that third and final thing is really letting go of like the outside <laughs> noise, too. Right. Because we're yeah. bombarded with that all the time. And so it's really awesome to hear you say that, hey, I'm going to eat this, whether, you know, I'm being told it's like good or bad for me or whatever the people are saying, right? I'm going to eat it because I like it. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. I'm so proud of you. Okay, so I know at the beginning of this, we said that you were just like really excited to be in my energy, like, you know, for an hour a week, (laughs) but I'm really interested to hear. Okay. So we did work together for three whole months. Was there anything that like really surprised you while working with me? Like anything that you and I worked on together that you were like, Oh, wow. And it was kind of like maybe a surprise or a bigger takeaway for you. Um, I said this to you when we, I think, got in our last session, but I, um, a lot of the coaching I've done before has been, like, um, having, like, a life goal and, like, taking action steps to get there and a lot of, like, higher self um, work. And um, I have a, a meditation I do a lot. It's, like, clearing with your higher self. And I like that. Um, that feels really nice. Um she kind of just always shows up as like me in different clothes. Like she doesn't really seem that like that different or whatever, but it's nice. Cause like, you know, she helps me clear my energy, but sometimes I have trouble with the, like become your higher self or like get this life because it always feels like it's like a little bit out of my grasp. Like even if I change a couple things or work on a couple things and I think, Oh, I'm more me now. It still feels like my higher self is still like, ahead of me and I can never really like get there and I think in some ways it can be really like aspirational and it can feel really nice to kind of think like oh I have the rest of my life to like evolve and grow and you know become this person but 
I'm like a perfectionist and I'm very like rigid and anxious. So I think sometimes that work just makes me feel like, like, so I'm not good enough as I am right now. And like, I have to like change all these things, you know, and I, I can't just relax. I can't just be because it feels like, oh, I can't, like, I always have to be working towards that thing that's out there. Um, and the, the like life stuff too is, is awesome. Um, I've had a lot of meditations where I see certain future ideas. Um, but then like in my present life, I'll be like in my body doing my life. And then like the universe brings me something different than what I saw in my visions. And sometimes I get all worked up because I'm like, okay, but which one's true? Like, am I supposed to say yes to this one or this one? If I say yes to this one, am I saying no to this one? Does this one lead to this one? And I get very like fixated on like, what's the right answer? Like, like I'm in school and I'm like, what's, what am I supposed to do? What's the right thing? And sometimes I've said no to things that I wanted to say yes to because they didn't like fit this vision and then I'm like well maybe if I let go of the vision I would enjoy my life more so it's kind of this constant like I don't know kind of tug of war I guess spiritual tug of war um and so I feel like with our work we did more like right here right now um and I like really liked that because I feel like I got really far and I made a lot of gains and they weren't like against something that's still like out there I feel like I like met all these and yeah, I don't know. I just was really, I really liked that. It wasn't all um, like higher self striving, pushing <laughs> that kind of stuff. Cause I can do that all by myself, like locked in the closet, like, you know, <laughs> and then sometimes if I, if I'm around people who are talking about it, I kind of get like too into it. So I really liked, you were always like, it always felt like we were just, in the moment and it was like like well what do you want to eat today like what you know like what's a good choice for you like right now and I was like oh yeah that's a lot easier to make than like in five years <laughs> you know like I don't know what's gonna feel right for me in five years and I think sometimes in the coaching world people make you feel like you're supposed to know that you know um and so it was just nice like I feel like back home to you was very like uh, let's like, let's love like right here, right now. <laughs> and then like the future will kind of happen out there and we don't have to worry about it. So that was really, that was probably the best thing I think that I loved the most. So. Wow. I was like starting to get really emotional and I had to take <laughs> like this deep inhale because <laughs> I completely understand what you're saying and definitely like, nothing against like all of the higher self let's go higher you know like all of that type of healing work um I think it's cool to integrate that into the work that a person is doing right like if yeah. you're committed to doing this like any type of healing work like it's cool to have that as part of it but something that I see all too often is that like that type of higher self like let's get to that next level let's get to that next version of ourselves like version 2.0 Nicole version 2.0 Meg like I hear that a lot and it seems like for a lot of people like that is their work right like they're always trying to get to that 2.0 version of themselves or 3.0 or whatever like however many levels (laughs) they're trying to like you know get up to or whatever but like what happens like if you're only focused on that work and you're never healing the parts of you that are with you right now right and yeah (laughs) that's really like my mission and my vision and my goal with back home to you is like let's lead ourselves back home to us right now and part of like that includes doing this like present self healing type of work you know yeah so I love that that was like kind of one of those (laughs) surprising wow, I really love this aspect of this program takeaway for you. That makes me really happy. Yeah. 
Awesome. <laughs> so at the beginning, when you and I first started chatting, you mentioned that you really loved the name Back Home to You. So yeah. <laughs> do you feel like you were led back home to yourself or maybe like what does being home with yourself feel like now? Yeah, I definitely feel like I like achieved that. Um, I think, I think again, I think I thought, I guess like, oh, I have to heal these things from my past and then I'll just naturally feel like totally happy all the time. And then like, I can, I don't know, I guess make my future. And I think that the, like coming back home to me, it, it's kind of like, it's not like a place that I ever like arrived at. It's not like a static place or a feeling. It's more like, um, like I'm just back home in this feeling of like, it's okay that I'm feeling a bunch of different emotions and I can feel them and like, I can have a hard time and then have a great time. And like, um, Yeah, I think that that's something I always struggled with. It always felt like I need to heal everything from my past and then I'll be fine. And like, it's like, I feel a bunch of things from my past, but still stuff, stuff still comes up, Um, you know, or it's like, I'm fine for a while. And then like, I have a hard time and I just, I don't know, I guess I feel very comfortable in that now, like that kind of, um, so that's that was like surprising and also just really nice that it's more like I came back to like this like presence and like this fact that I'm kind of like my own container like I'm the one who like can hold me I can hold all my feelings I can hold all my stuff um and so that's really like empowering and nice because I um yeah and like we had uh you had me pick words that I wanted to uh so I picked happy and healthy. And so I, like, I do feel really happy and healthy right now. And it feels like those are like constants in my life. Um, but for example, like we just put my dog down. So she was my, she was 16. She's like my best friend. And so it was like really hard. And I like, I cried a bunch. And like, I was really sick over the weekend after it happened. And I remember being like, oh man, I feel awful again. And then I was like, well, actually like, I do still feel happy and healthy because that's like my baseline. It's just like right now I'm going through something hard. So it's kind of like, I feel all this sadness and grief, but it's just kind of a temporary thing. And like underneath, I still know that like I'm happy and healthy. And it's like, I can just hold, like process the grief, hold myself, cry a bunch. And then like, it's naturally gonna kind of fade and then I'm going to feel happy and healthy again. So it was nice because I feel like in the past, I would have just completely like gone off the rails, you know, and been like, oh my gosh, I was so happy. And now I'm not like, I did something wrong. Like, <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> and yeah. so I was like, I could still feel, I remember like, I was like really sad, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to miss her so much. But then I was like, oh, but I'm like, um, I was thinking about all the plans that I have coming up. And I was like, oh, well, I'm excited for that thing I'm going to do at Halloween. And, oh, I'm excited for that. And so I was like, oh, yeah, like, even in the grief, I still have like these things that I'm like excited about. Um, And it's like, I can have both, like, I can still be like, happy and excited about life, and then like, really sad at the same time. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that was just like, really nice. Like, that was a just a recent example, but like, of just like presence, I guess, and like, you know, being like, oh, like, this is me, like, all of these things at once. (laughs) Um, And then some days, like, one will be louder than the other, but it's, like, I still, you know, my baseline is happy and healthy, so (laughs) I'm always going to be that. (laughs) Yeah, I love that you said that's your new baseline. That's incredible. (laughs) And I just think that recent example that you just shared with everyone, like, feeling a lot of like really intense and heavy and sad and kind of like dark emotions, right? Yeah. <laughs> or like emotions that, you know, are feel dark in that moment. Yeah. Um, you know, and just still knowing that like, hey, I'm okay. I think that example is really gonna hit home for a lot of our listeners because I've definitely been in those places too in the past where 
you know, when you feel one certain emotion, you think like all the other ones are gone. But it's really (laughs) cool to hear from you, Nicole, that you know that like, okay, this is my baseline and I can still feel all of these emotions and still have this as my baseline. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's really powerful. I'm so proud of you, sweetheart. (laughs) I feel like I kind of like probably asked everything that I really wanted to ask you today. Is there anything (laughs) else that you feel like you were hoping to share today that I might've just kind of glossed over? (laughs) Um, I really like, you have a couple like bonus modules. Like you had a couple of your friends or like colleagues do some stuff. Um, like there's a human design one and stuff about like your moon sign. And um, I really liked those too. Um, uh, yeah, that was really cool. I kind of, I like, I knew my moon sign, I knew my human design, but I, I like learned a few new things. And then I'd never done Enneagram work. We new. discovered your Enneagram. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, so I feel like I walked away with like deeper knowledge about stuff I already knew. And then... Like I learned something completely new with the Enneagram and then like all the back home to you stuff as well. So, and I feel like it's taken me, like I'm still integrating, I feel like, but um, the self-awareness part is probably the thing that comes up the most, I would say. Um, and that's what we start with first. <laughs> yeah. Just like yeah. I catch myself all the time, you know, being like, um, yeah, just, I don't know, like kind of talking myself through stuff. And um, yeah, I just feel like I've gotten a lot better at like holding myself and being really talking to myself very nicely and um, being like, hey, like we can cry, we can whatever. Um, we're also okay. And it's just like, I don't always feel okay or like whatever, but I, I know that like if I just keep saying over and over, like, hey, like we are okay. Like, no matter what happens, like we're going to be okay. It's like, I do start to believe that and it does start to like sink in, you know? Um, so yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of happening, happening automatically that I'm just kind of like, Hey, Hey, hey. like <laughs> we're okay. Like, <laughs> and um, there have been some times too recently where I'll be like, something will happen and I'll be excited and I'll be like, Oh, like I want to share this with somebody. Um, and so sometimes like I'll text a friend, but sometimes I'm like, well, I don't really like know who I would share it with or like, you know, everybody seems really busy. And then I remember like, oh, wait, I'm kind of like my own best friend. So like just like me sharing it with myself, like counts as sharing it. I don't think I ever felt that before. So it always felt like I had to run around the planet, you know, and like have people like validate me and stuff like that. And so now I feel like I'm kind of like just us experience, just me experiencing something counts And I don't like, I don't have to share it on social media. I don't have to share it with anybody. If I still want to, I can, but like, that's just been very freeing too. And I feel like I've um, relaxed a lot around um, like uh, texting people or like, this is, we talked about, I always wanted people to text me back and I'd get upset if like people didn't text me back. And so I feel like I've, I've like noticed that and I've just kind of like chilled out a lot about it. And just kind of been like, I'm just going to relax and like go live my life. And like, you know, they'll get back to me when they get back to me or they won't. But like, if I feel like I've shared it with myself, then it, then I don't have that like that need of like, you know, oh, I still need somebody to share this with for it to like matter. Um, yeah, so that's been really nice. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm my, my own best friend. So that's incredible, Nicole. Thank you so much <laughs> yeah. for sharing everything that you did with us today. I really appreciate <laughs> it. And that's like why I want to record these episodes is just highlight my amazing girls that, <laughs> you know, decided to really commit to this program and show up for themselves and become your own best friend. I love that you left the program feeling that way. That makes me really happy. Yeah. And one more thing, I, I just yeah. feel like, um, I feel like you go so deep over the 12 weeks, but it doesn't ever feel like hard or too much or like overwhelming. Like it felt really like easy and light, even though we did like really deep healing. Um, And I feel like I brought up some stories from my past that I like didn't really feel comfortable telling other people. And it was so easy to tell you and you were just kind of like, 
Um, I love that you refer to things as misunderstandings. Um, that was really helpful. Like you were like, I think you misunderstood this person's intention or like you misunderstood, you know, like this situation. And then you decided, oh, every situation like this is going to be awful or whatever. And it was really helpful to like undo that. And I, I use that term misunderstanding now all the time, like with myself. I'm like, I think we might have misunderstood. And then it doesn't feel like it was my fault or anyone else's fault. And it, I don't feel like I have to blame myself or anyone else. I'm just like, oh, I just misunderstood. Okay. <laughs> um, and so like, we like did some really deep work around things I misunderstood, but it never really felt deep like, work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I never felt bad. Like I never felt like I overshared or like, you know, like went too far or got like re-traumatized or anything like that. Um, just for your listeners. Cause I think sometimes if you're thinking about doing a program, it can be scary to think like, Oh my gosh, they're going to have me bring up all these things. And like, <laughs> um, so I feel like the way you do it is very gentle and it was very much like I chose to bring up stories that I wanted to clear. So um, if anyone's interested, it, back home to you is more like you get to choose what you bring up. And um, yeah, so it's very gentle. I feel like it's different than like kind of a program that maybe is like, we're going to go to your deepest traumas and like work through them all right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> But you still have, like, the ability to go that deep if you want to. But it's just in a really, like, nice, gentle. And the once a week is nice because I felt like I had enough time to integrate and to do the work in between. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's, a, like, a very nicely structured program. I really appreciate you sharing that. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I, I so agree because especially for the ladies listening that maybe have never done like a self-healing type of, you know, or deeper inner work healing program or any type of coaching like that before, it can be really like scary or maybe they've yeah. seen a therapist before and didn't really get what they wanted to out of therapy and they're looking for mm -hmm. another program that's definitely common to feel kind of like scared to dive into something like this but that's something I hear from so many of my clients is that we do this like really deep healing work <laughs> and the clients that come to me have traumas of all sorts right we all do yeah um, but like of all sorts I've worked with all different types of traumas and the way I think that you know it's really important to me to approach my client's journey like with a, a sense of gentleness and like we go at the pace that feels right for you so yeah, I appreciate you awesome. sharing that <laughs> thanks love oh my gosh <laughs> big hugs coming at you girl <laughs> I love you Nicole thanks for coming on I love you too <laughs>